0: You're listening to the best morning routine ever podcast. The show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever with your host, Lou need every Mondays and Thursdays. We deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by
1: the renewal of your mind. Hello morning enthusiasts, welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Dr. Looney, and today, you know, I have the honor and privilege of introducing a very special guest to the show, a go-getter. Um, her name is Stephanie Tran, and she is an entrepreneur. I can't pronounce it, but she's going to tell us how to pronounce it and what it means, because I have not heard this before. So she is the founder and CEO and mentors educators to become successful tutopreneurs with her masterclass by creating, launching, and growing their tutoring business. So I'm very excited to hear what her background is and how she's bringing this and serving so many people with it. So with no further ado, morning enthusiast, Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thank you
0: so much for having me. And it's such an honor and pleasure to be on your show, Dr. Lumi. I am
1: excited. I am elated to to get going. There are some terms here. I'm gonna need your help <laughs> with <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, clarifying what they mean. I have an idea, but I do want to hear it from you. But before we jump into that, Stephanie, tell us why tutoring. That's a great question. Well,
0: um, a little bit about my background. I'm an Asian American female entrepreneur. Uh, my parents are Vietnamese refugees, and they basically left a uh, war-torn country to fight for their lives and come over to a country where they know nothing of the language or anything. And they Mm -hmm. took a long shot and a risk to come over here to find security for us. And so growing up, we were taught to value security and making sure that we always have our needs met. And I'm very grateful that my parents have done that for us, but I feel like I owe it to them to give the American dream my best shot, which is Um, going for risky business and uh, following our dreams and figuring out what your passion and your path is. And so for me, um, my biggest why has been to give back to my community, uh, especially (laughs) those who have uh, served us so well. And that is really teachers. Teachers are the backbone of this country. Um, They show us how to fish, how to love how to fall, how to get back up and, right. um, not just content. And so for me, I want to give back to my community through giving back to teachers. A lot of times teachers are, you know, entrepreneurs at heart. They run classrooms and like, they mean business. And mm-hmm. while t- teachers are suppliers of knowledge, their salaries typically don't meet the demands of their lifestyles, nor the level of effort impact on society. So I understand that where my teachers have been and because I've been in their shoes, um, very much so. Like I taught in HIC for four years. I served in an underserved community, but Title I students actually taught the same elementary school that I went to. And so, you know, being in their shoes, I understand. Like teachers work so hard for very little pay, and I want to show them that there is a way to make money through tutoring and still serve kids, make an impact, and also, you know, cash in on changing the world.
1: That is heartwarming. Yeah. That. that thank you for sharing that background story. I always love to hear. A hero's yeah. journey and your why. And that exemplifies why you got started because the, the teachers are all at your heart. They're tugging at your heart strings um, because you want to help them. Because honestly, they are underpaid. Underpaid um, because of the impact, the amount of impact they have in our lives. I can guarantee you that anyone could say, you know, there was this one teacher that shaped my life, that, that said something that kind of catapults me to the next level. Made me believe in myself. And that, my friend, is is worth a whole lot more than they're getting. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, tell me how you work with um, what kind of work that you do because you have entrepreneur and then you have tutorpreneur. What's the difference between the two?
0: Very great question. And so um, when I first started into teaching, I wasn't making enough. So I looked to tutoring part-time. I made six figures in six months. And I called myself a tutorpreneur because I was an entrepreneur as a tutor. I created Mm -hmm. a tutoring business. And I have evolved over time with my brand, Tutor Root. Um, Tutor Root was originally just a tutoring company, Education on the Go. Um, We have evolved since then. We offer tutoring uh, consulting, mental health services, and online courses through mentorship masterclasses with experts in their field of 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. And particularly with entrepreneur. that's where I developed my love for developing other sorry, educators into entrepreneurs or counselors mm-hmm. in their field. And so I have become an entrepreneur because now I have turned different aspects of education into a business, whether it's consulting, counseling, Serving professional developments with teachers. I'm really big on being able to make an impact in your community through education, but still being able to make money after it.
1: It all falls under that that big umbrella, right? Because you're, you're creating an umbrella and, and everything that's falling underneath it is getting beneficial benefits, you know, because it, it's almost like you're looking at the whole picture, uh, with the consulting and the, the, the whole being of the, of the teachers. So that's, that's really fascinating. So what is it that you thought, what did you tutor and before you actually started scaling and teaching teachers and tutors how to do this themselves? So what do you, what subject? My specialty is
0: language, uh, ELA, so English Language Arts. Um, I love writing. Writing has always been my passion. It's actually part of my morning routine and a getaway, actually. Um, Writing is expressive. It can be fun. And it can also be relaxing and a way for you to uh, reflect and process your thoughts. And a lot of times, students hate writing. It's like, oh, (laughs) writing, like they just, it's like hearing screeches on a chalkboard or something. (laughs) And so uh, when I introduce them, the idea that talking and writing is very similar, they're like, oh, okay, I can talk. I love talking. Well, then you'll love writing. (laughs) And so um, I also help students with college applications. A lot of Title I students um, don't have access to tutoring and education. So I actually provided financial aid to students who are in the low-income background and probably with parents who don't speak the same language and are trying to figure out these college applications and scholarships, and it's very daunting. And so I help them get past that barrier and be able to hone in on their strengths so that their college applications can really shine.
1: hmm Yeah. And then being able to write those um, statements, those personal statements, being able to tell the power (laughs) in telling their stories. I see. I see the the link. I see the connection. And I have to agree with you, Stephanie, that writing is a form of meditation. It really is. And um, one example that I can think of is just having a gratitude journal, how it kind of helps you to focus on what's good and what's working so that you can actually begin to attract more of that into your day into your your being into your life. And so tell me how has writing been therapeutic almost for you, for you?
0: That's a that's a great question. So um when I was young, 6 years old, I got into figure skating and I fell in love with it and um I was thinking about going to the Olympics. My coach was Megan Faulkner, um Tara Lipinski's coach. Uh, she won 1998 Nagano Olympics and you know, I thought this was my path. And then when I was 16, I got Injured, I was like, "Wow, my life just you know got wrecked." Um, I'm no longer a figure skater. I lost my identity. I kind of suffered from Mm -hmm. like an identity crisis and anxiety, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to pull myself out of it. Uh, While I was injured, what I ended up doing was I started journaling a lot. I started writing down my feelings and then figuring out, okay, like what am I feeling here? How am I going to turn this into? a victorious story of where I can get back up, a comeback and, you know, but allowing myself that time to feel down, allowing myself that time to cope with my feelings and process it, that time is very important. And so I think through writing, it allowed me to slow down that time, appreciate the presence and really be
1: grateful for the things that I still have. Mm. Mic drop right here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that that hit it right on the nail being present being able to acknowledge where you are something about it just puts you in a state of uh, even more not just calmness but more more gratitude so that, that's a really fun story uh for you the people that you work with do you find it that you have to teach them what you learned in terms of how to get to that level of presentness how to get to tap into that, that unique individuality, but finding themselves so they don't suffer from that, that thing. That's a great question. So with teachers, we're so selfless
0: in a sense, like, well sacrifice 5 minutes of eating of our lunch just because the kid's crying and you want to attend to their needs. And so being selfless like that is amazing, but it also takes away from their cup. And so oftentimes, Mm -hmm. I do have to remind my team to always fill their needs before they meet others so that they are able to sustain that career and lifestyle. And so whether it means to take a a breather or um, ask someone else to sub for you just for the day... To just take some time off and get some me time, you know whatever they need, I'm always there for them. And so I feel like um, you practice what you preach, and you are lead by example. And so in order for you know my team to be able to do what they do, I have to show them that I have to be able to balance it too. And so I actually take my uh, team to go eat um, at my restaurant, and so um, it's you know a time to bond and break bread, but also you know
1: gives them time to just be them and chill. <laughs> Yeah. That work-life balance, it's real. And a lot of time people, it's a fallible. It's almost not, you can't really, it's it's a goal that you can't really grasp onto because once you all focus on one thing, another one is a sacrifice, right? (laughs) Because you are only one person. There's only 24 hours a day. But if you can make that time for yourself, because if you are ill, if you're laying in bed, you can't really show up for your students. You can't really show up for your family. You can't really show up for your team. So there's so much power in, in that, in that self-care, and in, in spending that 15, 20 minutes, especially in the morning, right? We're gonna talk about morning routines. <laughs> Absolutely. To set you up I, <laughs> for the day, to set you apart. <laughs> Absolutely. I always
0: say to my staff, um, self-care is not selfish. <laughs>
1: It's I'll true to that. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It really isn't. So you are in the process of teaching them that aspect because they really need to kind of start putting themselves first so they can show up better. Right. So they can be um be better at what they do. Now let's talk about some habit principles that you um, put in put in <laughs> place.
0: Oh man, so many. Um as Asian parents, they beat it into you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Take that off the record. No, I'm just kidding, guys. No, but um, I think the idea behind um, like principles and values and habits, it's that the more you do it, the more you practice it consciously on a daily basis, the more it becomes an, a subconscious um, right. act. And so, like on day, people ask me like, "How are you always on the go?" And I was like, "Well, if you're consistently on the go, even when you don't want to be on the go," Um, you'll keep going because you're you're already on the run. And so it's a marathon, not a sprint. And so we have to just take breaks, you know, like the story of the turtle and the rabbit. I think we should combine the two and um make a super human, I guess, because you do need to take breaks like the rabbit, but don't fall asleep, right? Right. But you don't want you don't want to be so slow like the turtle. I mean, if you want to go slow and steady, that's totally cool, right? That's that's your speed, but at least keep going in a sense, right? But also if you need to take a break, take a moment of me time and think, okay, like I need to take a breather, re- press the button reset so that I can keep going. Mm-hmm. Because running yourself to the ground, you can only do it for so long. And health as well. Right. And so mm-hmm. e- if you don't stop, your body is going to stop for you. And we yeah. don't want that to happen. We need to just like a car that gets oil changed. You need to you know, also change your batteries and tune yes. up and get, get yourself ready.
1: <laughs> yeah. So what are some of the things that you actually put in place? For so you, we can talk about your morning routine now, if you wish. So, you know what helps you get up, dress up, and show up uh, for your clients. Oh, dress up and show
0: up. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, th- it's so funny. Um, I, when I wake up in the morning, when I'm brushing my teeth, I actually put on music. So, mm-hmm. um, I I don't know what music other people like, but I sing at the top of my lungs. I'm dancing. I'm putting myself in a really good mood right off the bat. And the reason why I do that is because. I think people perform best when they're happiest and Mm -hmm. when they feel like just at peace. And so whatever your meditation process looks like, whether you take like quiet yoga time or writing, I'm a music person. I like to dance and I like to sing. And when I sing the lyrics, um, I have a very specific uh, playlist I actually play because it has like meaningful lyrics that are powerful to me and make it like, it becomes like a mantra and it helps me remember like, you know, this is what I'm doing. Like one of the songs I put is I put on for my city. <laughs> <laughs> get it. Like, I, I love. I, yeah, I love hip hop. I love rap, and so I want to remember the things that I need to remember for the day to get me going, put me on the right mindset. Um, another thing that I do is I write uh, three things I love about myself or oh. um, that I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. Um, on a sticky note and I put it up there and I look at it and I go, okay, there are some badass things about me. (laughs) And then uh, I put, it gives the reason why people, I do that, even though like, you know, my self-confidence has already been built is to remain like loving to yourself. A lot of people don't practice self-love. And they find it awkward to compliment yourself, and in reality, it's not selfish. It's more like giving gratitude to the person that you've become, right? Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure you'll look in your past and your past self probably thanks to future self. But, I mean, or yeah, sorry, your future self thanks your past self for all the things that they've done and all the things that they sacrificed. So by doing that sticky note exercise, you're really honoring your past self for all the things that they've done. And um, something I do health wise is I love to drink tea. I actually drink tea like seven cups a day, but um, not all caffeinated. Um, some things could be, um, non-caffeinated. Some things could be caffeinated depending on like what time of day in the morning, definitely matcha or something strong, but mm-hmm. clean. I, I don't drink any sugar w- with my, um, tea. tea. I like to put maybe like, yeah, I might put like a, a splash of like almond milk or cashew milk, something like that. It really, the tea, it kind of, um, is a form of cleansing your mind and gives me clarity And focus without the jitters. And so it helps me be zen and ready (sighs) on the go. Another thing that I like to do is I like to look at my checklist of things to do for the day. But also with that, also write down things that um, I need to uh, give gratitude to. So actually, in the morning, um, give gratitude to people through text messages, saying thanks for X, Y, and Z. So not only am I giving gratitude to myself through sticky notes, I'm actually doing it for others too, to show that um, you are more than just you. You are somebody to uh, another person. You know, you are meaningful to another person, and um, remembering that your relationships, your impact, all those things. Make up who you are. And so when you do all those things together in combination in the morning, it really puts you in the right mind frame to get your day going.
1: I love all that. You're getting it peak state first thing in the morning, getting the the music going. You're getting yourself (laughs) a peak state. You're you're, you're, um, leveling up your energy because we're a bundle of energy right we're frequency and so the music is carrying that too it's kind of getting <laughs> you in that state of mind so you can actually take action that's that's really good I do love so much your affirmation towards yourself like that self-love is so important and a lot of us a lot of people just oh they do shy away from from doing that it feels weird I'm sure when you first started doing it, it was awkward as heck right it really was. <laughs> <laughs> but it becomes so much easier. And it is a mantra. It does need to be practiced. And that's the thing with with um, the subconscious mind. It needs that repetition. Absolutely. And you have to do it every day to go from the conscious to the subconscious where it becomes so normal, where it becomes like second nature, like you look at yourself in the mirror and says, go ahead, girl, with your bad self. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> because then you are exuding that confidence and that beauty and people will see that. People absolutely people will see how you see yourself and then start treating you that way because we have to set the bar. We have to set the standard. And so I love that you do that in the morning and let that be a lesson to everyone. <laughs> You know, love yourself, and, and I think the morning routine is a way to show that self love—not just that self care, but that self appreciation. You know, like you said, think your your future self, thinking your your yesterday self for the work that they did, for working out, for drinking that tea, for for doing the 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 right habits, putting in place the right habits, so that you can have a productive day. That was well put. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much, and um, I love sharing uh, these things with you. And I, I really appreciated having you, you know, share the same similarities, like with our mantras and music and empowering mm-hmm. women. So, I lo- and sharing people's stories, which I love.
1: Yes, yes, and I love what you're doing with the tutors. I finally somebody cares, right? Somebody cares <laughs> for our educators. <laughs> that's what that's, that's what I thought when I saw you. Oh, you were coming on the show. And, and so I, I really do admire what you do and what you're doing for the teachers. And I know you're killing it. Um, tell us about um, how people can get involved, right? How can they get involved with your tutor uh, masterclass? Great question. So they can actually download my app on Android
0: or Apple, and they can purchase the course through there. They can chat with um, teachers, students, um, get free resources, and uh, book an appointment with an expert. So there's a lot of goodies on there. And they can also go on my website. The app name is Tutor Root, T-U-T-O-R space R-O-U-T-E. And they can find me on social media on any platform.
1: Very nice. And those handles are the same? Correct, Tutor Root. Very nice. It has been such a pleasure, Stephanie, having you on the show. I really, really love all the work that you're doing. It's tugging at my heart. Uh, (laughs) And your morning routine is quite powerful. So thank you for taking the time to join us today. And thank you for having me. It's been an honor. Pleasure's all
0: mine. All right, morning enthusiasts. That's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time.